Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Index Show. I am your host this episode, that retro code, aka Eddie V, also known as Eddie Fresh. You know that's another aka. <laughs> and, but thank you guys for joining us. Uh, our boss man, Free, wasn't able to make it. He is having a Saturday off, something that was well deserved. He like mm-hmm. it, he's a well hardworking dad and he just needs time to reflect on things and do what uh Derek needs to do I guess <laughs> but everybody joining me it's the wise first constant Mr. Jesse Douglas how's it going everyone yes and our streaming champion who just hit 300 300 followers I believe that's correct I think you already did that uh okay uh, Mr. Ray Apollo. Hello! That's me. <laughs> okay. Sorry, yeah. everybody. I'm getting messages and stuff. Uh, so, yes, everybody, welcome to the NX show. Um, we're going to do some quick housekeeping. We got some great stories for you. We're going to also bring about one game that we've been playing. And then we're going to have a very interesting discussion that kind of needs to be talked about. Um, so, uh, Welcome to the NX Show, your source for video game news, analysis, and other shenanigans. You can catch us here on twitch.tv slash the NX Show or on codename nx.com slash live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time at 10 a.m. Pacific for a pre-show, followed by the podcast. If you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head on over to codename nx.com, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and or your podcast service of choice on Tuesday mornings for a full edited show to come soon and eventually everybody this episode is not live just <laughs> just want to bring it out to you when we do go live <laughs> you can follow us on twitter at instagram at the index show and like the index project's facebook page you can also join our facebook group when it's not a secret group we will be updating you on content in the coming weeks as we have a few cool things planned such as index real talk our movie our movie review show and the epic return of shows like squad goes Squad, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, with cheese. Oh, yeah, that's me. And, <laughs> yes, yes, and master class. And we got more shows coming for you guys, so please do check that out. Uh, can't wait for us to show you guys the new content that's coming on later on in the year. Um, if you have any questions, you can tweet us. You can tweet at us, look for the question thread in our Facebook community, or email us at, at contact at codenameandnext.com. We will also be taking live questions in Twitch chat. Remember, you can find all of our content on codenameandnext.com, including all of our videos, old content, reviews, blogs, live streams, and more. Now, everybody, we did uh, mention uh, Super Mario Maker 2, where we were going to have a winner, um, but we're pushing it back another week, so you guys have time to answer. Um, What you all need to do is subscribe to us on YouTube, podcast service, and or twitch.tv slash the NX show to screenshot your subscription and send it to contact at codenamednx.com. If you rate us on your podcast review, the NX show, five stars on Apple Podcasts, that grants you a second entry. In fact, if you send screenshots of all four items in your email, you are granted four entries. Four chances to win? Can't beat that. So enter today, and we will announce the winner later on during our live show. So be there, or else. Oh, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I better get there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we everybody and we will have a uh, we will have a contest in July that you guys could look forward to. We just can't reveal it to you just yet. So uh, we're going to get into what we have been playing. Um, actually, I'm going to hand it off to you, Ray. What have you been playing? Or like we said, uh, or Arsenal X, what's been in your arsenal? <laughs> so you said, I'm, I'm li- am I limited to just one? Or can I do one and a half? <laughs> so, Dang it. Okay, one and a half. Sweet. Oh, All no, right, you, so, Jesse, you get one and a half. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so uh, my main jam recently has been uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, I've been playing um, a boatload of that game because I just, just I love RPGs. I love really yeah. well done RPGs, and this is one of the best ones I've ever played. Um, I'm having a great time. I just, I'm on. I think I can't even really describe. It. I'm not on the the first island. I'm on the second main continent because it's that big. It's humongous. Yeah. There's so much to do. Um, God, I love it. I love it so much. It's so much. <laughs> I think the, I, char- the characters I think, are phenomenal. I think I have. One, I may have two on Xbox. On uh-huh. Xbox One, I have one of them, um, and I probably will jump on, jump into it a little bit later. But I, I understand the sense. Ninety <laughs> hours, ninety plus hours. Ninety plus hours. That game uh, is... Yeah, so far, like uh, so far, and I've been. Oh. I, I think they say if you beeline the main quest, which why would you do that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's like fifty something. But like I think a, a, a complete playthrough is like 120 hours, some oh, crazy. Uh, but I've just been I'm having a blast. Uh, like I said, the characters are amazing. The side quests are whew, something like this game gets into some dark and depressing territory, but it does it well. Um, okay. The characters respond well. It's just I am very impressed with this game. Um, I'm gonna keep playing it. I've been streaming it. I've been streaming all of it on Twitch. I haven't played it off stream, but I've been playing it all on Twitch. So if you want to see that, yes. is it Twitch, similar to like? Is it similar to like uh, like Octopath, like that kind of dark, like where it's like, like where you're getting into like a more characters type stuff, where that gets really yes. dark? Okay. Yes. So yes. Oh my okay. goodness. So just to give you an example, um, I have a character that I come to meet uh, through the quest line, the main quest line. Mm-hmm. And as I was wandering around this continent, we all got off this boat together, and he goes off on his own to do his own thing. And when I meet him again. Um, he's about to murder this this man. Like I walk into this house and he's about to kill this guy, and um, it, it turns out that it's like his best friend from childhood. I'm like, whoa, wait, what are you doing? And he's like, I figured that he was watching me, and then now he's working for these the magisters or what they're called, which is kind of like uh, they're like um, I you know if if I had to say it out loud, they're kind of like, and this is gonna be a, a very modern charge statement. They're kind of like ice. Uh, okay. To be completely honest with you, uh, but okay. for wizards, they're out looking for wizards, uh, sorcerers, oh, okay. Okay. and um, he, I talk him out of killing this guy because I'm like, look, you're a very honor brown man. If you kill this guy, you can't go back from that. You know, there's yeah. you can't you can't there's no undo if you kill this guy, your childhood friend. You kill you killing somebody in general is going to ruin you. And so I talk him out of it. He says, okay, you're right. I won't do that. Um, I'm going to take him back to my family farm, which is also here on this land. Cool. So later on, I get to, I, I stumble across the family farm and I walk up on the guy and I see him, but he's digging two like graves. And I'm like, um, what happened? And he's, he's, he's beside himself. He's upset. Uh, turns out the two graves are his parents. 
uh, his parents were murdered. And I'm like, okay, what happened? Uh, and he thinks that, you know, the, the magistrates killed his parents. So as, as the main character, you have this ability to see spirits of the people who have recently departed. Okay. And I was hoping that I would use the skill and his parents wouldn't show up. But of course, I go into the house and use the skill and his parents go do show up. And it turns out that his friend, Jonathan, he basically gave the order to have them killed. And I'm like, oh. this is my fault. <laughs> like, because like I told him to spare this guy and then this yeah. guy did him the most dirty he could have. And yeah. so I felt terrible. And that's just kind of like a one tidbit, like one tidbit. Yeah, how crazy this game is, and I'm like, oh my god! Like I felt so bad. Uh, I I actually <laughs> felt terrible because I was like, that was my fault, and now I've ruined this. I basically ruined this character. Uh, this this guy, he's never going to be the same um, because of all this. So, so there yeah. is a lot of a lot of uh, choice making. That a lot you get of choice. Okay. A That's lot very of cool. I've made That's some bad cool. choices. I've made some <laughs> choices, but mostly bad choices. <laughs> so you're so you're uh, playing the the moral choice role that I'm you're, trying. I am trying, but you know what? That's that. Can I say it's not your fault? I I I don't see it as that being your fault. You were you were coming from uh, a moral standing of doing good. The good didn't reward you well, but that's the chances that you sometimes take when you're trying to be when you're trying to do good. Yeah. You sometimes you if you go to a certain attention while playing moral choice games. You could go in doing straight bad and seeing what happens to it, or you could do a straight good when it happens to it. Trust me, I have done that with Infamous a lot. Oh, when I'm at Infamous oh, one or two, oh, uh, so much. I I I went through half of the game evil as ever in Infamous two, and then there's a point that I did something and then switched all my evil to good, and I'm like, no, oh, I wouldn't oh, be evil. But if I'm playing something like Mass Effect, I can't help but be good. Mm-hmm. And it's the weirdest thing. Uh, I love so the video games give us these choices. I got yeah. yeah, and I think with the, with the new consoles, we're only going to see more in depth stuff of that I kind can't of. Wait, yeah. uh, So that's enough about Divinity because I don't want to give you. I just want. I, I love <laughs> that game. Everybody should play it if you enjoy RPGs. Um, but my half game, uh, I've uh, I a few weeks before I went on my vacation, I picked up Pokemon Black because it's the only. Game black and white are the only Pokemon games I have never played, Ooh, and um, I decided to pick up Pokemon Black, so I've been playing that every night before I go to bed, and I actually really like it. I know some people, like a lot of people, fans of the series, will tell you that it's the worst, but I actually really like this game. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I, I love all the main Pokemon ones, even Black and White one, at, uh, uh, Black and White two. Like mm-hmm. some people didn't like that one neither, but I'm like, I'm enjoying this game. Anytime Pokemon comes out and it's a man game that I could grind in, I love. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm like, um, okay, no, I like this. It's it's got like an actual story, you know? So I'm like, let's find out how this goes. Uh <laughs> but I'm gonna keep playing it. I like it. Yes. So Jesse, what's been in your arsenal? What you been playing, dude? Well, I actually have been playing uh, quite a bit of Switch the last couple of days, which is has been, unu- has, been, has been unusual in the past here. But I uh, like finally uh, got you know got some games that that I wanted to try. So I I ended up picking up uh, Mario Maker Two, and I picked up um, uh, 
oh, what's it called? The uh, the Rockstar game. Why am I blank? Red, Red Dead Redemption. No, no, no. L.A. No. Noir. Yeah, L.A. Noir. I picked, really? oh. Yeah, I picked that up because I had played a little bit of it in the past on Xbox, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I do still have it. I didn't really ever get very far into it, but I did. Same here. The whole, Same. I liked the whole concept of it, like, because I liked that it was so in depth with the, uh, with the like, you know, like actually you know, searching the bodies and you, you can, you know, if you find a bullet or you find this or that, you can pick things up and kind of try to, you know, solve the, the case of like what happened and, and all that. Like I, I loved, I loved how in depth they kind of went with those mechanics. And, um, then once it got announced for switch, um, the big thing for me that I thought was really cool is they, they actually used the switch to, like it's almost a completely different version of the game kind of like like it reminds me of like the uh the original resident evil re uh one that they released for the ds like uh-huh. that like where you could swipe the screen to right, use right. like the knife or whatever so yeah. they they actually built one of the mechan or like the things the uh, the things that the system could do they built into the game to give you a uh, unique like way to do something different that you couldn't do on the regular console version. And so they've done kind of the same thing with this where it's very touchscreen based. And like, like when you, you know, like when you, um, click, you can click on a, like a part on the body and then you're, and then you'll like kind of focus on that part and then you can press, uh, a or whatever. And then, and then you'll like, you can like look at his head, you'll grab his head. And then if you swipe your finger to the right or left, it will move the the head to the side to kind of look, you can use your finger to kind of move the body to mm-hmm. look at the different parts and, and, you know, like inspect things and stuff like that. And so it's very, they, they really put the integrated the touchscreen into a lot of stuff so it's almost better to play it handheld than it is on on the the tv it, and it, it makes doesn't a look good bad mystery, either yeah it makes a good mystery game on the go yeah like yeah yeah that's taking so, advantage of the the full potential of the switch which is smart yeah yes yeah it's awesome you know just like given given the switch that you know like that that extra thing that you can't do anywhere else. So man, that could have been the Vita had they not done that stupid back touch. But I digress. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and I and I think I think touch screens at that time were were still a little, probably a little a little newer. I get. Well, so it I would probably like would have costed that, um, quite a bit more. It, it might have, but I also feel like we hadn't really got those breakaway mobile games just yet. Mobile yeah. gaming hadn't take off the way it has now. Yeah. To make yeah. it easier to translate those games over to the Vita, I feel yeah. like had the Vita come out now with updated specs without the back touch, yeah. with what it is, I feel like the Vita might actually have done well. Honestly, yeah, it's yeah, I I think uh, yeah, I think they, I could see. Uh, I mean, uh, well, at this, point, <laughs> I was gonna say I could see them coming out with another one. No, but that's never happening again. At never. this point, there it would be hard competition uh-huh. for them to jump I mean, in with the switch. There would, there, there was, there they no would, that would almost be, yeah, yeah, that None. would be, that would almost be suicide. Uh-huh, it would be. Like, <laughs> the switch would murder it. There'd be no yeah, point. Yeah. 
there's this discussion a little bit to have with that. Yeah. And that she mentioned that mobile games being popular. Jesse, there was a story. Remember there? I don't know if anybody remember this. There was a story that everybody said mobile gaming was going to kill the DS or the handheld <laughs> biz. Yeah. Uh, did you see the numbers of the DS? Did you see the numbers of the 3DS? Look yeah. at the numbers now on Switch. It's just like. I feel mob- like, if anything, mobile games helped yeah. the 3DS and yeah. they helped the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Honestly, uh, they've given those all those games new life. On a console that people have, yeah, I would yeah. just I would say yes. Uh, so my, Jesse, uh, what is your half game? My half game is I just like this is the first time I've played a Mario Maker. Period. Like I've watched someone play the first one. I never really got got a chance to get my hands on it, and I did make one level. Um, and it's just it, like if you wanna, you can actually search it. I uploaded it. It's just called Phantom NXS. Uh, one dash one, you know, and level I think, one one. So, uh, if you still have the code for it, I think you could post it on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you can. Okay. Yeah. You can post it. Yeah. So, I would um, love to play it on stream. So, yes, do that because I've also been playing Mario Maker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Because uh, I did, I did screenshot the, uh, the uh the code that it gave me after i had uh uploaded it so i'll i can put that on there then for people but yeah so i it's i tried to get creative with things but again i like i've never played one before so i'm i'm still learning quite a bit it doesn't look pretty in any way but it's it 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 functions to what I wanted it to Let do. me tell you, some of the levels that I have played, oh, Jesse, yeah. <laughs> whatever you make is fine. Whatever yeah, you make I, is fine. Yeah, I wanted to make it, I wanted to make it, um, you know, somewhat challenging, but not like, not ridiculously challenging. Because mm-hmm. I'm, again, I'm still, I still got to figure out a lot of the mechanics and things like that. And, you know, like I, I was having a hard time. I couldn't even figure out how to get to all the options of like, you know, like having the flower or the, or, you know, like the different power ups and all that. I, cause I watched, I had to watch the, uh, the beginning stuff to the in, introduction stuff, but, but yeah, I'll, I'll put that up then later then for you guys. And then, yeah, whoever I could probably post it right in our, on the NX uh, thing for people to 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 check it out if they want to as well. So, okay. so yeah, I've uh, I've been uh, enjoying playing on the Switch quite a bit this week, and I'm probably going to be playing on it a lot more now with uh, with Mario Maker because I was I was just excited, you know, that we got the news that they were gonna have the ability for people to you know uh, share their levels for people to play and stuff because. At first, it, they kind of made it sound like that wasn't going to happen. So, but then what, they they kind of uh, changed that. Yeah, a lot it of came that was an update. A lot of that had uh, some confusion. Can everybody yeah. see me now? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> my camera went out and I didn't know. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you knew. So, my bad. Uh, just want to show everybody. Um, Ooh, what's is, that? Uh, this is the Mario Maker lunchbox that what's I the got. Box? Yes, it's the lunchbox that I got free at Target if you bought Mario Maker 2. So uh, I wanted to show everybody this thing. I'm going to have pictures of it on uh, the NX chat. Uh, not NX chat, the NX uh, Twitter and Facebook page. So you guys will be able to check more of that. And I also have some other stuff that uh, I kind of want to present to you guys. So um, 
I went to the Nintendo Tour event that's happening in Chicago. Yeah, tell me about that. Okay, so I waited 45 minutes in the line. They had uh, Spectrum. They had Super Mario Maker 2. Um, they had Overcooked 2, Pokemon Go, Mario Kart 8. Um, they had Super Mario Party. And then they had Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh, that's all I care about. Nice. So, uh, I... I'm going to get to uh, Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, I did play this game. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I will say this. If you're going to play it four-player uh, four player co-op on screen, everybody uh, needs to be on the same page. Because the thing about it is, is that due to the fact that it's too... Uh, they don't this the camera doesn't follow everybody if you go off screen it doesn't follow you it's everything is in that same uh area so you kind of gotta fight and you gotta everybody's have to move together to fight enemies and stuff um like I a don't beat know, em up like a beat em up or, yes yeah yeah so i don't know how it's going to be when it's uh local co-op or if it's going to be online where everybody is playing with the, on their own switch or anything uh, Oh, it's the Arsenal X. <laughs> it's our Arsenal X mascot, Sir Danish. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, I I was playing with three other people. Two were kids and a mom and stuff. And of course, one of the kids didn't really understand the button, but she was following along. Had a very good time. It is action packed. Um, you do gotta kind of keep in line of who you are and what your color is there's a there is a, a line that uh, outlines you um i played as uh captain american and uh, uh-huh. it, it was it's really good not too hard to learn um from what i played the y button was your light attack and your uh x button was your um heavy attack your b button was your jump and then uh, L button lets you block. Uh, there was something for A, uh, I can't think of it, but like R and ZR uh, were like kind of your specials is for things that you could do. Um, we play where just one level, one small demo, where we came upon Iron Fist, and um, we was fighting some more ninjas. We didn't actually fight a boss or anything. We just cleared out, fight, fought these ninjas, like met the requirement, and then it was like, thank you for playing. Gotcha. And that was mm. it. Uh, and it does change different perspectives of it. So this is a game that I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, a lot of people might say something about the way that it looks and everything. That's fine. Um, it looks really good, plays very smooth. Like there was no lag, there was no hiccups, nothing was like catching up or broken. Like everything was just working like perfectly. Um, so there might be some updates and some patches and stuff, but from what I play, it's a definitely must buy. I am sad though they didn't have Fire Emblems uh, Three Houses there because that was the I was game. Gonna, I, was I was gonna ask about it. that. So and dang. they didn't have it. Um, Last but not least, my half game, I played Overcooked 2. I 
cracked up and I think I'm going to buy this game. I need to buy this game. I'm like literally going to get the physical. This game was so fun. <laughs> the lady was just like, okay, I need sushi. I need uh, I need lobster. I need someone to give me fish. And we just run it back. I'm messing up on the buttons. So I'm just like, oh no, I need to customize this muscles when I get it. But I was just like, I got plates. I'm like, okay, I got the fish. I'm cutting. Here you go. Order's ready. And we were all working together. And it was, it was very simple, but it was such a laugh. And it's one of those games that you could observe and it makes you want to buy the game and, and learn it. And it also be like, and it's also a game that when you play, it markets very well to you to be like, if you don't own this game, you need to get it. I cracked up. I'm like, I don't know how this, I would want to play this game with multiple people, random people online and see what we could do and anything. But it's such a fun game. Uh, and this I have it on the Switch. Yeah, Overcooked 2 is on the Switch. Okay. Uh, I think it's on all on all platforms, but they very advertised it on uh, the Switch because the first one is on everything. But when it came to Switch, I think it got really popular and people were playing there. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those games that, like for you, Ray, and other streamers, like if y'all got together to play this game and y'all just like was acting foolish and you know was everybody was people were messing up, not doing their job and stuff. It's a fun game to laugh at. It has it has that Smash Eight uh kind of viewership where okay. you just get eight people who probably not into Smash, but if you just throw in and they just do whatever and just comedy gold comes out, it makes you happy and dirty enjoys it. And that's kind of what Overcooked 2 does. I think definitely with Ultimate Alliance 3 that it's not going to make you upset or anything. You're just going to be in the zone of wanting to play more of that game. And playing it with friends who know how to do stuff and pick their favorite character, it's going. There's going to be chaos, but it's going to be so much fun. It literally is an arcade game that Konami wish they could make, uh, okay. with the X Men license or the Marvel license. But this is straight Team Ninja, Corey Tecmo at one of their finest. They really put it. I think Marvel and Nintendo really came in, helped them out, and let them do whatever they do. And I don't know how long the game is going to be, but from what I play for that, top notch. Like I really have fun. So I bought the I bought the two vouchers um, uh-huh. through the Nintendo thing to see what the price difference was between. Like, cause I was like, oh, let me experiment and see, cause I still have Gamers Club unlocked through August. Yeah. And uh, so I wanted to see what the price difference was going to be, and it's like within maybe four or five dollars with tax. Uh, the Nintendo eShop with these vouchers, and so I picked up Mario Maker two and ultimate alliance so i'm waiting for that to come out i'm excited yes um i'm not doing the vouchers because of me going to the store and buying them physically so i yes i'm playing more that's fine but i love my physical and i already i, I'm I already actually downtrending on physical stuff i don't know why yeah and Jesse, I know Game Pass is Game Pass is so beneficial to oh you. Oh my god. Which is can I tell yeah. you? Okay, so um last thing before we get into news, I order a Seagate uh two terabyte uh external hard drive for my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Paid se- paid seventy-seven dollars for it. It nice. came with yeah, it's a white one that matches the Xbox One. Uh but it also came, I think, with a month or two months of Game Pass. Yeah. 
Nice. And I don't and I don't know if I should use it, if I should fit it up. I'm like, I I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, use it. Use it. Yeah, use definitely it. use it. Use it. Cause cause I think I, I think of using it. Jesse, I'm gonna hit you up or in we're gonna have to do Ashen like quickly. <laughs> yeah, Ashen dude, Ashen, I I don't know why people didn't like that game that much. I like it's it seriously the, Is it a super game? Good. Yeah, it was, it's 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 like it's like uh, it's like uh, Blood Force or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, but it's two player. It's, it is yeah. two player. Yeah, it's like uh, it was, it's like the Souls games, but it's it's um you know like a more art 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 style like it's it looks a lot like the um there's a that there's that newer game too where like you're you're uh, like a character that looks almost like the the ones that you can pose for drawing that people use like where where it's like the wooden character that yes that's a, uh-huh. it, you look like those kind of mm-hmm. like where you don't really have oh, a face the, per what se is that game oh no so it's like a, a fighting game yeah there's a yeah it's by i believe it's by the people who made that so Oof, i don't remember so, the name now but i know what you're talking about but but yeah. you yeah they're like ashen it's it's fun and it, it's I it it's just arrived at the time of this recording, it's so fun. I haven't I haven't installed the Xbox uh my terabyte yet, which I am gonna do uh, probably like later on tonight. But I think I won't jump on Game Pass. Hopefully it when it expires. I'm sorry everybody, I can't renew it because once again I'm I'm playing my I'm playing my games. But I think. Um, I want to get that ex- the experience. I, mm-hmm. I'm not negative. I'm not negative about Game Pass. It's just that a lot of stuff that's on it I already own, so it's just like I can't really get into it because I yeah. own it. So, but Ashen, that being on there, I really do want to play. And um, to answer your question, J- Jesse, why a lot of people didn't like it, it wasn't the game itself. I think it was the connectivity issue of how to get two players to work. Um, and I think it, it wasn't easy for a pickup uh, pick and drop out kind of thing. But yeah, they, that might have been fixed. Yeah, I, it was, I think it was kind of the same issue that they ran into with... Did Was Bloodborne only single player? It is. I thought. I thought could, it was like you could. You could do the. Ch- you could do chalice dungeons together. Oh, right. Okay. You could, you could yeah. bring. You could bring other people into your game, but you have to have like this little bell. To, you uh-huh. have to like to invite them and have okay. these bells and stuff in order to. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, it was uh, something where like basically what it was was like, it was really picky about like where the two people that are teaming up together are mm-hmm. in storyline. You couldn't join one another unless you were closer like at the same point or something like that in the yes. game i i don't remember what the issue exactly was but yeah like i'm i i'm all for even starting over from the beginning because it, it, there's it's so much fun yeah i i'd like to go back to that game anyways because i was having so much fun playing it and it gets difficult i mean it's like a like a blood like a dark souls game where like you really gotta like you know learn learn how to you know evade and and when to attack and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff yeah it's it's fun but yeah so, so well, I was. I guess I will see you guys on Game Pass. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> so we're going to get into this news bit. Uh, just got a couple of stories for you guys. Like, uh, 
uh, like three stories. But Jesse, I'm gonna hand it over to you first. We're gonna mention this topic, and hopefully next week we'll go fully into detail about it. But Jesse, drop the story that you uh, showcased us. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of off the top of my head here for a second because I gotta pull it, pull up the thing. But so basically, like I had um, found a. a I had found an article on Eurogamer, um, and like I, I still, I still like PUBG. I haven't played it in a while, uh-huh. but like, uh-huh. but like, you know, I, I just like I still enjoy like what it kind of offered. Like even though like, eventually I felt like you know like the Call of Duty, the the you know Blackout was kind of more my speed because like i feel like PUBG it works really well on console mm-hmm. but it's definitely a pc game just the way that they kind of had the buttons set up like i just didn't like that you have to press the uh the the left trigger twice in order to look down sight you know on console it just like i didn't like that i wish you could just push the button and look down sight automatically and so, like, I, you know, there's just certain things about it. But so one, one of the uh, the creators of Dead Space Ooh, is, spooky. is joining, has joined the uh, PUBG uh, company. And they're apparently they're making, uh, they split off and they're creating a, another group of uh like another group to make other games and so he he wants to create a new game um that takes place in the world of PUBG, but it would be like a like an actual narrative uh game and so like the only reason i'm being kind of vague about it is because there really isn't much uh being said yeah, mm-hmm. because it's obviously it's like this is a pretty new development, uh, you know, a new a new thing that's kind of just a little bit of information has come out. But um, so, yeah, so I'm like, I just thought it was really interesting because I absolutely love the the uh, the Dead Space games. They're, you know, like Dead Space one and two are right up there with like Portal is is some of my personal like the like some of the greatest games of all time um like just the dead space game like just the the way that they did like the the creepy and make you like on the edge of your seat and just mm-hmm. like freaked out like just like completely on edge at, at all at all times and like getting you when you're just you know finally thinking that there's you know nothing's gonna happen that's gonna try to be a jump scare and then they get you and just like the 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 story and everything in those games were just done so well um i actually listened to an interview and watched an interview with with some of the creators with the creator of of it and he had talked about like some of the uh like things like just the like not cut scenes but there's like a part where where one of the alien things kind of like has this big long tentacle thing that grabs you and it starts pulling you towards its mouth to eat you uh-huh. and so like so as you're dangling you've got to try to aim your gun and shoot the different parts of the uh 
of the tentacle thing that's pulling you in to try to stop you from being eaten. And like he talks about like the creation of that part and like how how like it almost destroyed the game. Like they like they could not figure out how to do it and then they and just finally it clicked and it and like that interview just gave me a gave a really good perspective of how just really how difficult it is to make these games and like sometimes when we get upset about like about things being delayed or or things being kind of janky and broken when it comes out it's like you know if these companies don't give these people enough time like like so much can be like just completely wrong with it and they and like it just kind of gave me a perspective but so so i'm just i'm i'm interested a lot in seeing this guy uh bring bring you know see what he can do with with something like uh like a franchise like PUBG or whatever and see it see like if they can give us a really good like narrative like even like you know like call of duty like style like narrative you know that kind of tells us and explains more of what why this world that we play you know the the um battle royal game and you know like these maps and stuff like why why they exist and you know like what you know what exactly is going on why all these things are happening you know like why mm-hmm. the 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 battle royal stuff is even happening i'm i'm hoping that we'll get like a an actual story kind of similar to like what uh what uh they did with um fortnite yeah because yeah fortnite they've kind of put some a little tried to do a little bit more like you know world building stuff in it or but like overwatch like overwatch now we've gotten more like character building stuff that's come out and things like that so i yeah i'm i'm just kind of curious because like i i think this dude is like probably one of one of my favorite you know creators just because of like some of the stuff that he's worked on and he's worked on the call of duty uh he's worked on with sledgehammer i believe as well i think it said so Mm. he did work on some of the call of duty games as well so so if you know if if that's the case like i said we could be seeing like a call of duty stare you know type narrative thing for for the PUBG world so so Mm. yeah i'm just interested yeah to see see uh you know what, what what comes of it so all right well we're going to get into uh our story uh nintendo thinking about extending switch online retro library beyond nes software and this comes from nintendo life at nintendo 79th annual general meeting of shareholders <laughs> yesterday company president shatoro furukawa was asked about the possibility of retro software from platforms such as the nintendo 64 and gamecube era appearing on the switch in the future in response, Furukawa said he had no new information to share, but did explain the Japanese video game giant had been thinking about extending its online service and acknowledged fans who have been wanting to play certain older titles. Uh, special thanks to Japanese Nintendo for the translation. Uh, he quoted, 
At this place, we cannot sell new information about future classic hardware, among others. But we are thinking about providing an extension of the online service, which is currently providing Famicons, aka NES, software, as well as other methods of providing them. We, are, we also recognize that there are opinions wanting to play past titles. As of April this year, close to 10 million users have signed up to use the Nintendo Switch online service. At the time of the milestone, Nintendo's president noted how users would still enjoy NES offerings and wanted to make the service more attractive over the long term. So, there is a possibility to get Super Nintendo N64, GameCube, maybe, for some people who didn't know, the N64 disk drive, because Japan did have some it came out on it came out in Japan but never came out onto this uh America and there was some Zelda stuff for Ocar I think Ocarina Tide that came up that we never got. So who knows? Even we might even show up. 3DS, DS, Game Boy. It's up. It's it's open. What did you guys think about this? Come on, Nintendo. Don't pretend like they don't have this plan and they've been like it's on the back burner. It's not very important to them. But don't they can't pretend. This is very Nintendo. Like ah, we see that you guys might kind of want this. Well, no, you think? <laughs> yes, this is exactly what we want. I want, my eternal, stuff, I want my eternal stuff. I want my eternal darkness. I want Mario Sunshine on my ah! Switch. <laughs> I want that. Give yes. me that, please. Give me my. Game Boy Advance, so I can have Golden Sun and Mega Man, uh, Mega Man Battle Network. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want... There's so many games you can give us. Nintendo, you have a gold mine. You're just being stingy. No, I'm not. You're being stingy. You, you're, be... <laughs> you're being very um. What's the word I'm thinking Japanese. of? Japanese. No, very... not even that. They're just being um very coy about all of it. It's like, oh, we know <laughs> that you guys want these things, but. Eh, we'll give them to you when we're ready. Uh, so I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll be patient, but I've been patient for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse? <laughs> yeah, I, like, like I would, yeah, if they, even if they gave us, like, just straight, you know, like, original, like, ports of, of some of, like, the GameCube games and stuff like that, you know, for the time being, like, like honestly, you know, like obviously, I'd rather, like, I, w I still kind of wish we would get a, um, a Wind Waker, mm -hmm. you know, for Switch, but I, I would, I'd like to have the, you know, obviously have the, uh, the remade, the updated version of it, but, but I mean, if you know, if we can only get the, uh, the original, the original uh, GameCube or whatever version, so be it, but. You know, like there, yeah. There's just a lot of a lot of things that that they could uh, be bringing in, and like I feel like in a lot of ways they're leaving money on the table. Like I, th I think if they were to start adding like some more consoles, mm -hmm. uh, console you know options for that stuff, I think they would see a a, a spike in their uh, their subscriptions. online uh, subscriptions. So. I think so too. Yes. I really do give, think so. Give me. I wanted Nintendo. Give me. I had that's all my opinions I had to say. My hand movements, my my face. Give me. 
give it to me all. So we're going to move on to our next topic. Uh, USA Network orders Masters of Doom pilot from the Franco Brothers. And the story comes from Game Informer. David Kushner's Master of Doom, published in 2003, follows the development of the iconic first-person shooter. The focus of the novel rests primarily on the creation of the prolific studio It Software and the friendship turned rivalry of its two league developers, John Carmack and John Romero. The story of the creation of a franchise that sent shockwaves through the games industry is apparently making the jump to the silver screen with some help from the Franco brothers. USA Network has ordered a pilot based on the book from executive producers James and Dave Franco, with the screenplay coming from Gears of War 4 lead writer and co-author of The Disaster Artist, Tom Bissall. If the show is picked up for a season, it is planned to be the first season in the anthology centered around major moments in the history of video games. There is currently no new, no further information on who the cast for the pilot would be, but John Romero himself is excited at the prospect of this show. Um, just see if there's any more. Yep. So, um, I didn't know anything that John Romero and John Carmack had a rivalry. Like yeah, I didn't know there was like I've like s- like seen it, but I've never read into the beef. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, uh-huh. I didn't know there was a real beef there. Uh, but I'm gonna be honest. I was I I thought this was like a, a Doom TV show and got really excited. Like you know, a TV show mm-hmm. about Doom the game. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, that'd be sweet. And then I read it and I was like, oh, it's just the real life story behind Doom. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I got less excited, but it's still kind of cool that this is. The gaming industry is moving more and more into the mainstream, yes. uh, which is really interesting. Now we're starting to tell stories from the game industry. Um, I think it was Ubisoft, and this is a side tangent, announced that that an actual TV show, um, like about a video game company, which is interesting. So it's like yeah. more and more, like video games are becoming like like people us people who listen to stuff like this think you know we video games all we know. But there's still so many people who have zero idea what goes on in video games. Yeah. Yes. So this is really interesting and cool to see, like, moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I would, like, you mentioning, like, a Doom show, like, the right away the thing that comes to mind for me is, I don't know if you've ever, did you watch the the original Spawn animated series? I did, yeah. Like, could you imagine something like that? But That like, would be Doom, amazing. Like, that done, would be so like, good. A, like a even done well, it, the, 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 like, pro, the, the problem is is that it can't be on USA Network because right. we got the yeah we got Street Fighter we got more to combat in no, those it, animated shows <laughs> um, no that would have to be a Netflix or something yeah like please. honestly like so Netflix execs and I know you're listening to this put Doom <laughs> on Netflix please uh, you already seen the success of. Uh, the Castle Castlevania Vegas. I need to finish that yeah I need to finish season two as well. I yeah, do. season two. Season two was really good. Um, I think it's Madhouse that does the animation. Oof, so good. The uh, Madhouse is incredible. Madhouse is up to, dude. Ever since Ninja Scroll, they are on their gang. I need them to be back on My Hero Academia though. Um, <laughs> I love that. Uh, the new season is not out yet, but I finished everything. I'm caught up. I think it's October is when the new season starts. Where do you know if they bring a Full Wars three? Uh, season three to uh, I that I do not know, I do not, but I'll I, find out. I'll let you know. Because I know uh, Funimation has it, but I'm just like um, I I want to see season three because I'm waiting for all of One Punch Man to come on Hulu. 
on the second season. I, one Punch Man. Oh, One Punch Man. I have some friends who love it. I haven't gotten into the second season yet. I haven't started the second season because they was doing yeah. it every week, so I'm with yeah. that. But they got I mean, Hunter. They got Hunter. Hunter. Yep. Uh, yeah, Hunter. I I wanted to try check that out because I hear that's really good. Hunter Hunter so, is yeah. on my is on my uh, my backlog. Uh, I also haven't finished that one either. But right now I'm working on Evangelion. <laughs> uh, yeah, and while we're talking shows, uh, I just want to let you know that when you do watch Ray the the new season of The Flash, it is so good. <laughs> I'm, we, so we watched just enough to get into the crossover, and we watched the crossover episode, and we haven't oh, gone okay. back yet. So okay. we're, fin- we're going to finish Arrow, and then we're going to go back to the Flash, um, and then Supergirl, then Legends. So nice. that's the order. Nice. <laughs> I, 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 ju- I stopped watching the Flash, uh, not because I lost interest or anything into it. I just it's just having to stop for me. I yeah, that well, yeah, that's what happened for me and why I had to wait until it came on to Netflix, Netflix. Is I just had a lot going on and so like I wasn't able to keep up with it and like Hulu only airs like puts keeps like 3 or 4 episodes at a time on there mm-hmm. or something right. like that. So once I I couldn't watch that first episode, I'm like, well, I'm <laughs> to wait now. Worth, yeah. yeah, not yeah, not <laughs> worth watching it. So I'll wait. I knew it comes to Netflix after after it's done, anyways. So yeah, and yeah, I and I, I got to catch up on all those shows. There's a lot of shows that like that's been recommended to me that I'm like, okay, I need to watch this, um, because like Jesse, you recommended the beat. We had a discussion. Oh so, yeah, it's a yeah. movie on uh, Netflix that er- I yeah. think everybody should check out. It's a really good if you're into hip hop and um, actually producing beats and stuff it's yeah. very dramatized i don't know if it's a coming of age story it's kind of just like uh, and it, yeah I, and right I, I think if anything it fo- like just kind of like focuses and gives a you know uh an an alternative perspective of mm-hmm. what it would be like to live in live in a you know like a uh, rough neighborhood and and you know just so you know like it kind of kind of gives you that that gritty feel but at the same time a positive outlook you know of like yeah. things you know but but yeah it was it, it was a pretty good pretty good movie for uh you know and I'm going. I haven't started uh, Neon Genesis of Gelia, uh Ray, but it's going to be a super big struggle for me. I see. When I <laughs> I watched it, and when it came, I think it was in the nineties. It came out nineties or two thousands. Ninety five. Ninety five. I watched the first three and four episodes, and I that was the first time as a kid that I screamed at the TV that I hated this show. And oh, wow. it's because of that main character. He is... Shinji is annoying as ever, and I... As people rage create and throw controllers, I literally wanted to grab <laughs> become Super Mario Brothers 2, throw an enemy at the TV screen and hit him and hoping he died and fell, <laughs> fell off the screen. <laughs> I was pissed off of how annoying he was. I mean, so far I'm like I'm watching it because there I there's some people that I you know, love and respect her. Like, Ray, you gotta watch this. It's so great. And I'm only watching it out of respect for them and their, mm-hmm. you know, what they like. But so far, I'm kind of like, okay, it's all right. You know, all the art is subjective, right? <laughs> yeah. And when you're dealing with something that's that's been that came out a while ago, you're also dealing with, okay. you know, like, 
it, it, it some of that stuff doesn't hold up. Even things that I've liked that well, you know, go back and watch it just really, doesn't. This show is really depressing. I, yeah, I, 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 there's an article on Polygon that you guys should read about this, um, and it really it really showcase of how this TV series was birthed out from the creator, and it's a really good read. It was just that I, I was just mad at. That's one of the main characters I've, one of the main uh, anime and main characters I have ever been upset about that turned me off of a TV show. Mm. I, Jesse knows that I yelled about uh what was the TV show that you recommended? Jesse. Um, oh, uh Zero Hour. Yeah, Zero Hour. I I love the premise of Zero Hour, but I I told Jesse I hate this main character because he keep reiterating the thing about his wife and it's getting annoying. We are two episodes in and you have said this thing so much that this this has become a drinking game. And before I could get to episode three, I probably would have been died of alcohol poisoning. Oh no! That's how much he said it, and I'm like, ah. okay. But we're going to get into the next story. <laughs> sorry for the small, sorry, sorry for yeah. the small tangent. That was my fault. I apologize. No, no, no that's good. That that's no. all good. It's good that we bring up because we still like we got to have a TV discussion, and we might yeah. do that one episode. Like favorite TV shows, episodes, and characters and stuff. But we're going to get on to the last story. Uh, EA Access PlayStation 4 release date announced. Uh, the EA Access subscription service is counting down the seconds for its PlayStation 4 release on July 24th. EA Access is allowing subscribers to play early trials, offers a 10% discount on all EA titles, and gives you over 50 games to play right away, including Dragon Age Inquisition and Mass Effect Andromeda. Some vault games available on PC may not be available for for PlayStation 4. You could choose to set up an account for $4.99 per month or $29.99 for the year. EA Access is currently available for the PC and Xbox One. And then if you want to check out more, you could go on uh, Game Informer's website and check out uh, uh, their story about that. So yes, it's finally coming out next month for PlayStation 4. Um, just like me, I'm not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is the, this this service is also pretty good because there are some people who only play EA games, believe it or not. Uh, and so, like, this is this is good news for them, especially on PlayStation because Xbox has had it for years. Yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, and so I, this I'm, is uh, I'm glad it's actually happening. So yeah, uh, I th- like that subscription is not it doesn't interest me at all. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm glad it's actually finally happening. It, it took you long enough. I mean, thirty dollars yeah. for a year to have access to all their games. Think about yeah. that as a parent, like, and you know, like, hey, they play sports games, and occasionally they might mess with some other stuff. Thirty dollars for a year for them to have access to this vault of games. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it's yeah, and like, a, like you know, the, yeah, they've got almost. They've got like almost everything on there at this point, and um, even some of the newer games that they release, it doesn't take too long for some of them to come to it. Um, like, like you know, like the Battlefront Two has been on there for a little while now already. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but, the Battlefield Bad Company games on there, or is that just are those two old? Yeah, games? yeah, the the Bad Company games are are on on at least Dang. Bad Company Two is on there for sure. Okay, I might have to. Um, those are my favorite Battlefield games, so maybe. But yeah, but yeah, like the new Battlefields on there. Um, I just downloaded that because it's on there now. 
um yeah all the all three dead space games are on there all the the peggle games are on there the uh, plants versus zombies are on there um everything almost everything every almost everything that they that they uh have done that's been you know very popular is on there unraveled one and two i believe are on there okay um yeah so i, I yeah there's a, there's a... there's quite a bit on there this no, is a good conversation I want to have with you guys one day, not today. One yeah. day, I would I would love to talk with you guys about streaming services, yeah, um, yeah. in general, and what they what what how we feel like they have affected gaming and watching TV, um, and what they might be in the future. I feel like that'd be a really fun conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that would have. be a good conversation. Well, we're going to get to this super short story, and then we're going to get into the conversation. Um, Pokemon Masters Trader reveals new ta- new details. Um, after a lengthy animated sequence featuring fan-favorite trainers like Brock, the trailer broke down the premise. Masters take place on an artificial tropical island called Paso, P-A-I-P-A-I. ISO, where trainers are competing in a tournament. In Masters, trainers only have one Pokemon with them as opposed to a whole cachet. The Battle Focus game will have the player teaming up with other trainers, all classic characters from the anime games, to, to pursue badges and enter the tournament. This is one of the uh, Pokemon mobile games. Um, there's an eight minute trailer, so if you guys want to check that out, uh, you can go ahead. Um, I think you guys could check it out on Nintendo's uh, website and the Pokemon channel, uh, you, uh, tweet, uh, Twitter page, and I believe YouTube on Nintendo. You guys could check that out. Um, but we're going to get to this uh, quick discussion. So um, this might be a hard discussion kind of to have, um, but uh, YouTuber uh, creator Etika passed away. Um, the police found him dead. Um, uh, I believe they haven't quoted what it is yet, but he was 29. They found him in a river. Um, what led up to it, though, was like they found this Nintendo Switch. He had, I guess, he had him uh, when he was traveling to the bridge or something. He had it in his bag and everything. Again, um, I'm assuming he. I don't know how he died, but I'm assuming he probably jumped and fell into the river and died on impact. Um, we're still waiting for more info about that, um, but we know that he had he has had mental health issues. Um, definitely when you know the cops came and stuff, uh, and some other things before that. Uh, and I know he's he's mission talking about you know don't let this stuff kind of define you and everything. Um, and we we had the discussion of mental health go on for a while, but. Definitely, like, for you, Ray, like, has streaming kind of affected your mental health? Or would you, Jesse, you know, you kind of dealt with some things in the past. Like, what do you, what is, what are you supposed to do with mental health when it comes to video games? If you see content creators or you know people who have, who deal with issues and stuff, um, like, what what do what do viewers or friends and stuff do about it? You know, like so incidents like this don't occur. And definitely rest in peace, uh, Etika, um, and you know, to his family and friends and all the people who loved them and stuff. Because it's kind of sad to see that he came off of E3 with his viewership and his hype for Nintendo, and for this to end up happening. So. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ray, I'm gonna start with you. Like, how, that, how's it have it affected you, like, or anything? Um. So yeah, this uh, this one actually kind of hit me pretty hard. Uh, mostly because I have been, I've been following this. Uh, I've been following Etika for a while, and um, I remember when we kind of first started seeing like his mental health issues start, and I'm like, oh god, like, dude needs help, you know. But there's as as a viewer, um, you can care about somebody and you know care about the the people who are making the content that you enjoy, but there's not much you can actually do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that's for that person and for the people around them. Like it's and that's it's hard because you when you watch this happen, we watch this unfold. And I've I've seen some stuff like oh we could you know we could have saved him. Well, I'm like, but no. You couldn't have as a, as a viewer as much as it sounds as it sucks for me to say this that I don't that there wasn't much that we could have done um, mm-hmm. for him unfortunately you know it's just because we're just we're just people who he's letting into his life uh, and unfortunately we got to see everything um, and you asked if you know um, if streaming affects my mental health um, I started streaming not only because I really love streaming, um, but I left my last, I left my last job to preserve my mental health. Um, I was some of the most depressed I'd ever been in my last job. And, um, my wife knew it and I knew it. And I was like, if, if we're going to be happy, if I'm going, if, you know, basically to, to keep myself from those darker places, I, I need to quit this job. And so I did. Um, and I, I said, you know, this is the, my chance for me to go all in on streaming and see how it goes. And it's actually been one of the best things for me mental health wise that I could have done, uh, was to jump into this and get to meet these wonderful people. And I mean, yes, I've had some people who come in who are just, you know, I've had trolls come in and, you know, they, they kind of like, you know, it does suck, but. I've also kind of mentally prepared myself that these people exist on the internet and to not take it personally. Cause I have 10 times more people who care about me and who enjoy my content than those random trolls that come in just to see how, if they can get a rise out of me, you know? Um, but watching the Etika situation, uh, it hurt me, you know, because he was about our age and was probably some of the most successful he'd ever been like he was on the rise you know what i'm saying yeah and so for him for him to be like this ain't worth it it like that's like wow um wow i just it makes me sad because he i feel like he had a ton of people who loved him and he had people who he had never met who loved this guy you know he was very loved yeah and for him to not feel that um really hurts my heart I, i i don't understand it um and God, I, I feel for his mom. I really do. I really yeah. do feel for her. So when it when it comes to stuff like this, Ed, I really don't have a a good answer on you know what can we do. Like I I don't I don't know. I don't know uh, because you know I also sought professional help. You know I I talk to a therapist at least mm-hmm. once a month. I do. And, and uh, that's and that was the one thing that I wondered: um, was he living with his parents or was he living on his own? Yeah, um, I don't I don't know. Um, I don't know much about his personal life at all. I just, I don't, um, I only know what, you know, he let us see, (laughs) uh, which was a guy who loved Nintendo stuff and loved video games, you know? And that's all I knew. But I also knew that he was struggling just based off of the other things he let us see from his life. Um, but 
yeah, it's just it's it's really sad. And I don't think there's a right answer for this. Uh, but mental health is important. Don't mm-hmm. don't write it off. You have somebody if you have somebody tangibly physically in your life that you are seeing with who's having issues like this, talk to them. Yeah. Ask them what mm-hmm. you can do. Like just it's it's not easy and not everybody's gonna respond the same. Um it's it's a case by case basis. Uh, everybody's different. Um but trying if you can in somebody's life is what matters the most i think um but there are so many different services that there's so many people that you there's so many numbers you can call um yeah. to get yeah. help and but like i said i we knew it was in my best interest to talk to a professional and that's what it did and that's what helped me a lot so um if you can't get help get help don't don't suffer through this by yourself no reason to do that so yeah, I I hope I answered that question even remotely at all the way you were hoping. But um, no, but, like, this this you, thing just really messed me up. You you made some a lot of good points and stuff. So I think your answer is valid. Is really taken to heart and stuff. Jesse, uh, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, like yeah. Unfortunately, it, it is a very difficult situation because you as much as you feel a connection to someone that you you know may you know be a fan of and stuff like that and you can you know message them in the chat in the chat thing or or send them emails or you know like personal messages like you know like there's only so much you can do unfortunately in that situation and you know maybe send, sending a personal message to them and just you know, keep on, you know, sending something saying, Hey, you know, like I'm worried about you might do something, but you, you really can't, you know, kind of like Ray said, it it really Mm -hmm. depends. Like, unfortunately there, you get to a point where stuff doesn't always get let in, you know, by people when they're in a situation like that, Yes, where, where they've, and I've on a, speaking from, you know, past experience, like sometimes you can get to a point of where you cut, you want to cut yourself off because you just feel like if I just don't, you know, talk to these friends anymore, or I just don't, you know, give them attention, hopefully they'll forget about me and it will be fine because if I'm, you know, if I'm not here, it's not going to matter because, you know, like I've cut myself off. So unfortunately people can get into states where they'll just completely cut off from everything. And unfortunately that the, the only time people that get to that point can be fixed is if it's someone that they're on, you know, the day to day personally, like friends with, or you, you know, is there physically that can say, Hey, like, like you need to come with me and you know, we need to figure something out because you are not, you know, okay this way. And it's scaring me, you know, or, or, you know, unfortunately, you know, there's just, the like when it gets to the point of where he unfortunately got i don't think there was a whole lot that that anyone his fans or anyone could have done anything about it and and i know i think wasn't there something that uh to like wasn't he having issues with people like harassing him or or stalking him or something like that too i don't know i thought i I thought i had i'm not sure I i thought i had heard something about 
there being some like other issues that were that were happening in in his personal like where his where too much of the streaming stuff was was affecting personal life or something. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I could be wrong, but I I, I could have swore I had seen something because I I personally don't know a lot about him. I honestly. I'm very like very new and not very knowledgeable about the whole streaming world too much. Um, there is a, a a streamer that I do watch occasionally for Nintendo stuff uh, called Obi One, mm-hmm. and and he was a super fan of of him and actually he had come into Obi-Wan's uh, chat or something at one point and he started just freaking out because he was such a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. And so like he had posted, reposted that, uh, that uh, video that he had made in honor, you know, of him, you know, with, with the, the news of him passing away. And that, that was kind of interesting to watch and just see like how much of an effect that, that, this guy had you know positive effect that this guy had on so many people and it really is a shame that sometimes people who have that much of a a positive effect on others unfortunately for whatever reason you know because of the mental health you know problems can't have that kind of same feelings in return Mm -hmm. and you know and i and you know it really is yeah shame you know when stuff like this happens and and you know and again and it's it's a difficult situation because yeah you you feel you feel like you know as a fan hopeless like helpless like you can't really do anything about it and yeah it really is unfortunate you know i I think when we talk about mental health when it comes to video games um or just this culture and stuff um, for for some people, they deal with depression. They deal with anxiety. They deal um, with like thoughts in their minds and, and stuff like that. Where sometimes they don't see they bring value or worth to themselves. They'll believe more in the mind than more of other human words or even like therapists and stuff. Um, and you could be on such a high being popular in everything but sometimes it becomes a struggle it becomes stressful because you have other people who are doing the same thing as you and sometimes that could affect you be like how do i do something better and so you're thinking that if you get a drop in subscribers or something then that affects your mental health because you're thinking what what am i not doing to keep these subscribers or getting more um I think mm-hmm. with I think with Etika is that he had it where um, and I not saying I'm not a fan of his I didn't watch his work or anything I knew of him but I just didn't follow him or, or watch his work or anything uh, I think Etika just had a mental problem uh, with his mind you know and something that he had to battle uh, something that he had to, that you know. Talk party. He was talking to himself. Party, uh, his mindset told him to do something, and he believed more in his mind to make him feel better. That's my assumption. Nothing against him or anything, but it's kind of weird. And the reason why I asked about his parents or anything because 
and part of the story, I think his parents posted a tweet or something that the boy had been missing for six old days. And and I was wondering, I'm like, first of all, I understand that he's 29, but if you are, you ask parents, if you know that after just watching the cops thing, I would have moved, if I was a dad or a mom, I would have moved my child in my house so I could keep watching. So something like this could be avoided. But maybe we don't know their relationship or anything. And maybe right. he was getting help. We can't really say. I think like I said, that's just I don't I don't think there's really a right answer yeah. to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just because we don't we don't know remotely anything it, uh, it, about yeah. how what what else was, you know, impacting or yeah. influencing him. We we just don't know. Yeah, and, and I think one yeah. of I think one of the things uh Sorry, everybody. My camera is acting up, so you might see my feet and everything. So I'm going to uh, cut my camera off. My camera is a switch. Um, I think when it comes to mental issues like that, I think people literally have to do it for themselves. If they want the help, they have to go out and get that help. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if my feet are still... Uh, showing, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, the yeah, and unfortunately, you know, again, yeah, there's only there's only so much that that you can do for someone, and unfortunately, uh, you know, people need to want to accept help as well. You know, it's kind of it's it's an unfortunate in that in that aspect that. You know, it's it's a two way street, and and uh, if only one party is is interested in and in getting help, there you know there's you know it's rough, but it, but there's not much you can do, you know, <laughs> unfortunately. I, I think the one thing people can do um, is. It's sometimes you may not be able to help the content creator, but if you know people that's in your life that's dealing with the same thing, you want to talk to them. You want to reach out and everything. Um, because it's really important to... Um, hopefully, I'm back to... Yeah. You guys see me? Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry about that, everybody. My computer is acting goofy. Uh, it's really important that you reach out to people and you have those discussions that sometimes you you really want to take somebody out to a movie to get some ice cream. Sometimes maybe even pick their mind on stupid stuff, you know, mm. but uh, Bubblicious versus uh uh, A&W gum <laughs> who has a better flavor just something sometimes something ridiculous Get people's minds off things yeah right and sometimes even if you don't you I think that's why I like when a lot of people who ha- who who have a job that I give them the day off to have a mental health day like a mental health reflection um like I posted to you guys like whatever stressing you out, whatever you feeling with pressure, please take a, some time to yourself and enjoy your day off. Enjoy what you can enjoy to make yourself feel better. Um, because I think a lot of people uh, don't recognize that, um, that some days you need to take some time off. I, I, I don't really deal with a lot of stress. I don't really have any mental health issues and stuff, but I always like to be like, you know what? I'm taking this day off to play some games, to eat some sushi, to podcast, enjoy the time that I have uh, to to take care of yourself. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Right, and I and I think Etika didn't really was able to do that. I think he had, I think he took the streaming stuff a little bit too serious because it was his job. It was his way well, of income. Like, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't really know that. I can't really say yeah. that that was what it was. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, it could I have think, been anything. But I think that Etika, I think if it was if. If he was having kind of a stressful or a mental breakdown and stuff like that, I, sometimes it's all right to tell your viewership that, hey, I have to take some time off because I'm not right. I'm not together. I still I feel a bit broken and I need some help to fix me up so that when I come back, not only the content that I was giving you is still there, but it's better than ever. Because- I mean, that, it, could, it could also be one of the situations where he didn't know. He, yeah. Like, most yeah. people don't even know that there's something that they they're not yeah. right. That something's different. Uh, maybe I don't know. Like, like I said, maybe he did know, um, yeah. which is yeah. you know. But it's all the way around. It's it's really sad. All the way around. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think one thing that that you know that we can do is because because you know I feel like you've noticed a you know a lot of people are noticing like there's. You know, with especially with the internet, there's a lot of negativity, you mm-hmm. know, out there. And the best thing that we can do is just for every negative thing that we hear in our in our day to day lives, just try to put, you know, twice as many positive things out there. You know, and like yeah. and and you know, just like anything, it may not make a difference right away, but I do think that that over time if we just try to be more mindful uh, you know of of things like that it, it can make a difference you know just trying to put more positivity you know in in our day-to-day lives and you know it sometimes it, it might be hard <laughs> to right. try to come up it, with something it, you know but, but but you, you know like if you if you if you at least try you, you know like i feel like that you can feel that much better about it about it later you know it's kind of like you know like, like donating to charity or you yeah. know things like that it like there's there's you know there's ways to to be helpful and at the same time help yourself you know, feel, feel better, you know, like when, when things aren't, aren't right in, in your life or in the world. But, you know, I, I think that's, that's one thing too, is like the, it's, it's too easy nowadays to be negative about things. Right. And, and it, and I don't think it really takes that much effort to try to be positive about things and if you know and if you know there is a streamer or someone out there who are dealing with issues who don't really react to negative comments and stuff um i think you i think sometimes you people put in more efforts to be like don't believe that person you're great you're wonderful like always sometimes they get negative comments in a positive manner Thank you for your comment, and as haters say, thank you for taking the time out to hate for me because that means I'm doing something good in order for you to respond. If you didn't like my content, you would a you wouldn't tune in, and b you wouldn't even tune in to make a comment. So, so thank you for the effort. Thank you for the effort. Like, something you did just say, Edmund. That that is something that is something that we can do. Um, that is something that we can all do. If you see something that you enjoy that somebody made that they put on internet, be it a game, be it a video, be it um, a fan fiction, anything, tell the people who made it that you like it. 
mm-hmm. let them know that you enjoyed it and that you know it made it, it made you like it made you happy something like just tell people that you like their mm-hmm. stuff yeah just be yeah. just be kind <laughs> like, yeah because unfortunately you hear it all the time like the you know like they say like people who leave a, a review or a rating for things usually aren't gonna aren't the people who enjoyed it because the people who enjoyed it are just like i enjoyed it the right. it's always the people who have something bad to say who are going to be the ones who are going to leave leave a comment or and this goes for you know like for a lot of things but but you know like it, yeah like that, that's the thing is like we just for all those negative feedbacks that people are are leaving for things if you truly enjoy something then leave a a positive one and you, you know al- like yeah and you can always you can have for things you don't like honestly there right. you can find positive things and and negative things as well about things you know and you can critique on stuff in a in a in a fashion that it that you might not like something but always just I, I always offer a opinion and always offer some options that you wish that you could have seen better. Because sometimes negative stuff comes from things that didn't meet your expectations. And sometimes it's never going to meet your expectations because you are not the person who created the content. It was somebody else. And because somebody else created that content, you responded by is not matching your expectations. And, and, that that's fine, but always just be 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 respectable first of all to that person. You can always say I didn't like this, but it's great that you enjoyed this game. I I mentioned earlier that I don't like Evangelion because of the main character. Didn't say that I hate the show or anything. I just didn't like it because of the main character. Yeah. I could go back and now, and I could go back and watch it with a fresh perspective and be like, okay, now I, I understand why people like this. It may not still be for me, but I gave it a fair shake, and I wish these were some issues that did get handled. I could be very critical about something because I may have seen it a lot, but I'm always going to respect that person's work, and I'm always going to show that person some love and to be like, this might not be my genre game, but yay, support. I'd rather give you support and give you love that you're actually doing it because someone else is not doing it. You're not part of the main thing. You're putting the work, time, effort, and work in uh, to do this. And it's good because, hey, I may have to... I may have to rely on your work for something that I want to do for research. And a lot of people don't think about stuff like that. I, Ray, I'm going to have to come to your stream and watch your, your past videos and understand what Splitgate is and kind of decipher what this game about because you provided a better answer and your playthrough really breaks a lot of stuff down. I always go to Jesse when it comes to Call of Duty uh, to mm-hmm. Rainbow Six Siege because he is very knowledgeable about that. It may not be something for me at that time, but mm-hmm. I'm like, if I want to have a discussion about Rainbow Six and I want to have a or anything Call of Duty, I'm going to Jesse because he knows his stuff, and I'd rather have him discuss. Sorry, Jesse, we'll have to be, <laughs> we'll have to talk about the Modern Warfare 2 airport level another day. <laughs> yeah. I want to get your perspective about that, but I, I've never, I don't, I 
that's one thing I won't do. I try not to do. I try not to be negative or downplay anybody. I might have their opinions about stuff, and it might come off that way. But I'm always going to support and root. But I everybody, mean, it's it's okay like to have a, a negative opinion. By the way, it's it's okay yeah, to do that. It's yeah, just when, exactly. you, when you do it respectfully, it is what different is the difference. Yes. You know, that's yeah. that's it. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, do you have anything? Because for well, me. Well, no, I guess just kind of, yeah, like bringing it back to like, so like, you know, like, again, I just think that, you know, if someone's got is having troubles and stuff like that, you know, obviously you can be, you know, you can be critical about things in a, you know, in a, in a nice way, but like, you know, if I just feel like if we, we try to put more positivity out there, I I honestly think that like the chances of stuff like this, you know, happening where people are, you know, are are having issues and stuff. I, I do honestly think that it it could, could at least, you know, just putting positive stuff out there, just like us having the conversations even Mm -hmm. about things like mental health, you know, I, I do think honestly makes a difference and it, and it really has been nice, you know, the last, you know, couple of years or quite a while now that, that more and more people are, you know, are feeling okay about talking about these kinds of things because, because it it definitely needs to be done. And I think, you know, that, that can help, you know, as much as anything else. So. Yes. So everybody, that is our show. Once again, uh, RIP to Etika. Um, I did see pictures that his fans were coming to that bridge and putting flowers and, and things, like paying respect. Um, it is sad to see that this happening. Um, I hope, hopefully, sometime in the future, we could address this problem, fix it, and hopefully not completely stop it because there's just some things that we that's just out of our control that we can't stop, but that we bring out more awareness and that content creators if they're dealing with issues like this that they do what you said uh ray go seek help we can get some therapy and stuff because we want to enjoy more 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 of your content we want to see other people enjoy your content and stuff and until whether you believe in god or not until your time is called for you to go bye-bye from this world we don't want you to do it in advance, I should say. <laughs> uh, but everybody, thank you for watching the NX show. Ray, where can we find you? Well, you can find me basically everywhere on the internet as Ray Apollo, R-A-Y-A-P-O-L-L-O, no space. Uh, I try to provide uh, positive energy, like positive energy and a safe space for all of us to come and hang out and talk about video games and be ourselves. Uh, I love dank memes, so follow me on Twitter. Uh, also, Ray <laughs> Apollo. And then, Monday through Friday, I'm on Twitch. Uh, streaming from 9 to 4 p.m. Central Time. Uh, come hang out with me. Yes. Yeah, I joined. I joined last week. Uh, last weekend, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, Jesse, where can we find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Xbox, uh, Instagram, SoundCloud. Yeah, a whole bunch of places as Phantom NXS. So, um, and the N, X, and the S are, are all uh, capitalized, so. Yes. You guys can find me on uh, Twitter at that virtual code. You can also check out my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes. I'm not on iHeartRadio, uh, Google Play. 
uh, and also on uh, TuneIn and other podcast apps you guys can check out. Um, I am doing a lot of my streaming content now on Mixer. So if you go to Mixer.com, you can look up the Lyrical one. Um, I'm streaming up some stuff for my Xbox, and soon I'll be streaming some more things on PlayStation a little bit later. Um, doing some recordings on that, so if you can, guys can check that. Um, I'm getting ready to do the beauty of video games, Volume 5. Um, so that's going to be taking a lot of my time for the next two months. So hopefully you guys will be ready for that in August. I mean, in September. Sorry about that. <laughs> but everybody, once again, thank you for checking out the show. Thank you for joining us, for showing us your love, uh, show, giving us your feedback. We really do appreciate, appreciate mm-hmm. that. And with that, everybody, we will see you next time on the NX show. Bye. Woohoo!